And we start with some breaking news from the disputed territory of Nagorno-Karabakh as a refugee crisis is underway. An explosion at a fuel depot there is reported to have killed 20 people. That is according to the Armenian authorities who say 290 were also admitted to hospitals and dozens of them are still in a critical condition. Armenia now says over 13,000 people have fled across the border amid fears of persecution and ethnic cleansing. It comes as Armenia and Azerbaijan are due to meet in Brussels today, representatives from both, for EU-backed talks. It will be the first such meeting between the two countries since Azerbaijan seized the enclave last week. Nagorno-Karabakh is at the heart of one of the world's longest-running territorial and ethnic conflicts. It's recognized internationally as a part of Azerbaijan, but has been controlled by ethnic Armenians for three decades. Well, BBC Russian's Natalia Zotova sent this report from Gurias, which is near the border with Armenia. The exodus of refugees started late Sunday night. Some arrived in the border town of Garis in ambulances, exhausted, too weak to walk on their own. With a few belongings they could transport, families that crossed had lost all hope of ever returning. We went to the airport, everyone was collected in one spot, everyone was in a terrible state, stressed out, children crying, old people crying, hungry, cold, without enough clothes. Driving closer to the Armenian border with Nagorno-Karabakh the next morning, the scale of the evacuation became clear. Russian peacekeepers we saw were helping refugees cross the border and unloading their bags. This is the main road leading from Nagorno-Karabakh to Armenia. Uh, and we have seen dozens of cars with refugees coming. And they are welcomed with basic supplies. Temporary tents have popped up at the border to register the new arrivals. Aid workers told us people are in need of food, clothes and medication. The impact of one day's war and a nine-month blockade imposed on the territory by Azerbaijan. The Azerbaijanis deny it was to target civilians, but say it was to prevent arms being taken into the region. No, there was nothing. How did you cook meals? We only picked what we had in the garden. Potatoes, beans, we didn't have bread, flour, nothing. People are malnourished from being in blockade for nine months. They are crushed because they have lost their homes. We see people who come in unsuitable footwear and just the clothes they had on. Armenia says that it will take in all refugees from Karabakh, potentially up to 120,000 people. In the 1990s, a different ethnic group fled Nagorno-Karabakh, the Azeris, who, having lived alongside ethnic Armenians for centuries, felt threatened after the region decided to secede. They headed to Azerbaijan, where many of them still live in temporary and often dismal accommodation. For these Armenians, it's unclear what the future holds. The priority today is sheltering themselves and the very little belongings they have, 
from the rain. Natalia Zotova, BBC News, Garis in southern Armenia. In the meantime, there have been further protests in the Armenian capital Yerevan, calling on Prime Minister Nikol Pashinyan to resign. Opposition groups accuse him of failing to prevent Azerbaijan from seizing Nagorno-Karabakh. Mr Pashinyan has blamed Russia and particularly the Russian peacekeeping force in Karabakh for looking the other way while Azerbaijani forces took control of the enclave last week. The Kremlin has rejected these claims. Well, let's go live to Yerevan now to speak to Edmund Murakian, who's an Armenian lawyer and political uh, politician currently serving as ambassador at large in Armenia. Uh, thank you for, very much for being on the programme. I understand you don't have any more information about this explosion at the fuel depot and its consequences. We're hearing that several hundred have been critically injured. Right now, we got information that uh, helicopter from Armenia allowed to, to go there. So we hope to evacuate critical uh, wounded uh, you know, uh, patients. So they are very, very much in, in critical, critical uh, situation. During whole night, we tried to organize uh, something like that, but uh, we couldn't manage because of uh, weather conditions. Uh, so our hope is that, you know, to save lives as much as we can, because we know that uh, this uh, big explosion, uh, you know, it, it was a big disaster um, uh, and, and, and it added to another disaster, which is this ethnic cleansing, which is happening in Nagorno-Karabakh. People were waiting in a queue to get fuel uh, for their cars and this big uh, uh, fuel uh, uh, exploded, you know. Tell us about the situation with regards to uh, the numbers of people crossing the border. Uh, what information have you got in terms of the numbers and how they are being uh, looked after when they get into the border and uh, across to, into Armenia? So right now uh, we have information that about 14,000 people already crossed the border. Uh, so you can see from images uh, the car rivers uh, coming to Armenia. So, and uh, Armenian government is organizing everything. Uh, we announced that we have already uh, 48,000 places uh, for these people to settle them in uh, different hotels, uh, houses, in villages, in cities. So this is going to become a big uh, humanitarian crisis in Armenia, a small country and with small resources that we have. Uh, and I think we will, uh, for sure, we will need uh, international support in this as well. Also, we have fears that uh, the Lachin Corridor will be closed again, uh, maybe some one, two days, uh, and there are rumors about it. And uh, the main, the main uh, big issue is that uh, Nagorno-Karabakh is, uh, is in a process of big exodus and uh, depopulation because of Azerbaijani military attack, because of, uh, you know, all commitments uh, that were violated by Azerbaijan, uh, not ensuring uh, the rights and securities and the international mechanism of the of the Nagorno-Karabakh, you know, we, uh, the, for, the, for the people of Nagorno-Karabakh. Just quickly, so, how uh, hopeful are you that the talks today in Brussels will bear some fruit in terms of bringing a solution to this? Actually, this talks uh, is a preparation talks because uh, the main meeting will held in Granada in Spain. So you know we 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 again uh, hopeful we hope that uh, we can manage to 
uh, find solution because uh, if the rights and securities will not be uh, insured under international mechanisms for Nagorno-Karabakh people, so then uh, the whole Nagorno-Karabakh could be depopulated. Okay. Edmund Moriakian, thank you very much indeed, joining us live from Yerevan. Thank you.